Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive-through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. This season, prepare for every season with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. These shoes were made for adventures in rain, shine, mist, or snow. Go to allbirds.com and use code FRESHSOCKS for a free pair of socks with your purchase. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Take over, take faith together. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. My mind is renewed and my spirit is prepared to receive the word which produces faith, and faith pleases God. I'm not just a hearer of the word, I'm a doer of the word. This word, shout it out. Remain standing for just one moment, if you would. Go to 1 Corinthians 7. 1 Corinthians 7. Uh, tonight, of course, if you uh, have been looking in your communique, you'll know that tonight I'm doing a special message. It's really kind of like a uh, continuation, uh, something I didn't get to add to the Relationship Revolution series. And so it's going to be helping everybody tonight. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 6, you got it? This is the Apostle Paul talking. He says, but I say this as a concession, not as a commandment, for I wish, verse 7, that all men were even as myself. Now, now, what is he saying there? Paul, Paul had, had now been doing ministry. Paul had been living life, and Paul was a single man. Say single man. And Paul says that he wishes that all men were even as himself. It's quiet in the church. But look what he says. But each one has his own gift from God. One in this manner and another in that. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am. Got it? So what is he saying? He's saying, he's saying I wish that the unmarried folk and the folk that then been married and that spouse is either gone because they really gone or gone because they gone. Did y'all catch that? He said, I wish they'd stop trying to jump in relationships and just remain as I am. That's what Paul's saying. That's what Paul's saying. That's what Paul's saying. Touch your neighbor and say, that's Paul. Tell him, say, that's the Bible. Tell him, that's the book. Father, speak to us clearly tonight that we would move and walk in those things that you have ordained. Answer questions that people have had. Answer prayers that people have petitioned before you. And we honor you for it in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. High five two or three people and as you take your seats. Say the gift. Tell them the gift, the gift, the gift. Uh, as you're seated, I, I want to make this disclaimer to you tonight that tonight's teaching is going to be a no-holds-barred practical teaching that's geared specifically at ministering to singles, but I want to tell you it's going to speak to everybody, whether you're in person or whether you're online. 
And I need to say that this teaching is really in tandem with other relationship teachings that I've done. So if you only get this particular teaching, you won't have everything. So I want to encourage you to get all of the teaching resources about relationships that you can from the bookstore. It is amazing what people will invest in. They will invest in their hair. They'll invest in their nails. They'll invest in their cars. They'll invest in their 401ks, but they won't invest in their relationships. And the relationships you pick in life, uh, my friend, my brother, my sister, my this, my that, whatever you want to be, hear me and hear me well, that the relationships that you pick are doorways into the future, which means you literally get to decide your future based on the people you let into your life. So if you let the wrong people into your life, don't be mad at God and don't even be mad at the devil. You got to be angry at the decisions you made in the relationships you allowed in your life. Touch your neighbor, say, let's make better decisions. Tell them, let's make... Now, there are four kinds of people that are listening to this teaching. Either you're single, either you're dating, uh, you're married, or you're in between. You're in the other category. You're one of four. Now, people, obviously, with any kind of teaching like this, people come looking for answers. They come looking for guidance, and they come looking for direction. So I want you to encourage somebody next to you. Tell them, tonight is your night for every answer concerning relationships in your life. Now, this is important because often if you have an incorrect diagnosis, you will get an incorrect prognosis, which means if we uh, misdiagnose you, then we will mistreat you, uh, which means if we do not get the appropriate reason or the appropriate uh, origin of what the issue is, we will not be able to treat the issue well. And so often uh, people that are single think that there's something wrong with them because they're single and people that are in relationships, we got all of these uh, befuddled thinking and all of this uh, crazy stuff because most people live by what Oprah says rather than what the word says. Many people live based on what the world says and what their friends say rather than living on what the word says. And we want to live on what? What the word says. Now hear me, you are not a failure if you've made mistakes in relationships. Okay, I'm going to say that again because some of you are saying, well, I've had a divorce. Hear me, you are not a failure. Somebody's saying, oh, but I've never... No, hear me. You are not a failure if you've made mistakes in relationships. You did the best you could with the information that you have. You're only a failure if you choose to stay in the mistake. That's a failure. A failure is one that chooses to stay in the mistakes that they've made rather than escape from those mistakes. And really not escape from them, but grow from them. Are you still here? Now, as a pastor, I often hear statements like this. Uh, when am I going to find somebody? Why is it taking so long? Now, y'all acting like y'all ain't the ones. Why am I meeting all the wrong people? Our culture has made it appear that something is wrong with you if you're single. Well, why you don't have nobody? Well, why you ain't got no kids? Well, why this and why that? Hear me. Now, I need to say that. That could be true. Something could be wrong with you. You know, if you'd ran 20 and 30 and 40 folk off, I'm here to tell you, it ain't the devil. And I'm here to tell you, it's not them. I'm here to tell you, you need to go stand and look at the man or the woman in the mirror and ask them to change their ways. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, now, now. But if you're really serious about your relationship with Jesus and following the order of God, I'm here to tell you, if you're single, ain't nothing wrong. I'm going to say it again. If you're serious about your relationship with Jesus, and if you're serious about following the order of God, I'm here to tell you, it might not be nothing wrong with you. Maybe it's God is saving you for the... Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Now, now, a great life comes at a great price. Say that. 
Now, relationships are doors into the future. So literally, the relationships you pick, whether it's dating or friends, the relationships are doorways into the future. So now, based on those relationships, you're determining the content of the life you're going to have. Now, how many people you want a bad life? Come on, put them up. Come on, let's see it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, okay, okay. You want a bad life. Come on, let's see it. You want a horrible, messed up, jacked up life. Come on, let's see. Okay, now, now, if I was to ask your decisions that, would they say the same thing? Now, I told you up front, this is going to be a no-holds-barred, practical, in-your-face kind of teacher. So touch your neighbor and say, he already warned. It's going to be good for us. We often say things that our life choices do not agree with. We, we often uh, uh, say things and other things that the choices that we make in life don't seem to go with. And so when your actions aren't messing, uh, matching your confessions, you're going to have all kinds of issues in life. Now, now hear me. If you pay up front, you pay less. But if you pay later, you pay more. Many people do not pay any price when it comes to the relationships that they find themselves in and make poor relationship decisions. And so since they're unwilling to pay up front, they end up having to pay way more later on. Whether it's through a divorce, whether it's through uh, counseling that really ain't going to fix nothing because you can't fix two people that don't want to be fixed. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I, I, that's all right, priest bishop. I'm going to help myself. So at the end of the day, if you see, a great life comes what? Now remember, the doorway into your future is what? The relationships you pick. Got it? Now, so if we want a better life, then we should pick better what? Relationships. Now, the price that we have to pay up front is making better decisions. And they're bad decisions that singles make every day. Let's talk about some of them. Here's one of them. Singles make long-term decisions from temporary locations. And so you make a decision to stay with somebody because you need a place to stay. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I can take my seat. We can kick the offer. You, you, you needed somewhere to stay. Your lease was up, and you moved, and you were in between places, and so they, they opened their door, and they knew what they were opening the door to. And we ain't going to do nothing. You a lie. In the country, when we say you a lie, what we're really saying is, is you're lying. Got it? Or, or you didn't have nothing else really going on in your life, so why not? You know, I mean, I ain't really doing nothing. Or because of a pregnancy. Well, we need to do the right thing. And I'm going to tell you that is not Bible. It is not the right thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, 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 now. Long-term decisions from temporary locations. So, so here, here, here's part of that is that many times people, they're all you know. So it's easy because who wants to start over? You've been with them since you were 14. You've been with them since you were 15. You've been with them since you were a senior in high school. Who wants to start over and do all of that work? I didn't train them to get them this far, and I just won't want to lose my investment. I'm going to tell you, you already lost your investment. You're the only one that don't realize they already repoed it. The first three months, hear me, of every relationship are called the ecstasy stage. I've taught about it over and over again. Literally, you are temporarily insane. No, that, that's literal. That's psychologically proven. The first 90 days of relationship, you crazy. 
You don't see nothing that's there. It could be right in front of you. They could have, they could have just came from stabbing somebody, have a knife, got blood all over them, and they walk up. Oh, what's all that? Oh, I'll just get ready for Halloween. Oh, okay. And you're going to be like, no, no, I believe. No, they just get ready for Halloween because they had told me when we were talking, they had told me about how they really like Halloween. You don't see what's right in front of you because in the first 90 days, you are out of your mind. But you know what? Most singles make permanent decisions. This is the one I know. I'm going to propose to her. now. I'm going to make her my wifey. I'm going to do it. In the first 90 days, and in that first 90 days, you have just signed away the next 30 years of your life. Because I'm going to tell you, when decisions are made, when you're crazy, you make what kind of decisions? Crazy decisions. You can't make no sane decision and you crazy. That's like going down to the crazy hospital and trying to get, now come on here now, I need you to do what I said now. They're crazy. They don't have the ability to make good, sound decisions. But that's what most, single makes, most singles make decisions. Got it? Now, if it's love, what's the rush? Give it time. People come with two things, just like a carton of milk. A purpose and an expiration date. It's quiet in here. Now, 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 now. Some expiration dates go into perpetuity. Means it don't end. Got it? Uh, but that's not everybody. Hear me. Expired relationships are just like expired milk. They stink. And the funny thing about it is, is you, you, especially, you know, folks that really don't want to do a lot of work, you, you, you know how they'll go into the refrigerator and it says it's a week old, but they'll justify to themselves. That's because it's cold in here. That says ice chips at the top. Oh, no, I don't, don't be sitting up in here. And you know, I can see... It's not that bad. And that's what people say in relationships. It's not that bad. At least he ain't hitting me. What? Okay, this is too much. This is too much. This is too much. I told you there's going to be no holes bar, but it's too much for y'all. Amen. Just keep loving Jesus. Keep on praying and forgiving people. Amen. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> if y'all ain't going to say nothing. Now look at this. Now look at this. Look at this. Look at this. So, so the, first, the, first, the first bad decision. Now, remember, you pay up front, you pay what? You pay later, you pay more. Got it? And what is the price we're paying? Making better decisions. Got it? So we just learned one of the worst decisions you can do is make a permanent decision from a temporary location. Got it? Just wait. Got it? Now, here's, here's another uh, price you have to pay. Here's another bad decision singles make. You're looking for your soulmate, and you just felt like this was the one, because somebody told you you'll just know. I know that's what you say. Here's the problem with that. Jeremiah 17, 9, you write it down, we're not going to turn there. It says the heart, what's the heart? It's your mind. It's your mind. Your mind is deceitfully wicked. Above all, that means your mind is worse than the devil. The scripture goes on to say, who can know it? 
People say, just follow your heart. You don't know what your heart is saying. The Bible says, who can know it? Don't nobody know your heart is God. People say, the Lord knows my heart. He's the only one that knows. Are you here? So, so we know that that's, 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 that's a bad decision to make. That, that's a bad decision. If you do everything based off of feelings and everything, but I just feel like this is the one. I feel, 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 feel. Got it? Feelings were meant to aid you, not to control you. I'm going to say that again. God gave us feelings to help us do what he's called us to do, not to control us in doing what he's called us to do. Because feelings change every single day. Yesterday, I felt like having Mexican food, so I had it. But tomorrow, I already decided I feel like Chinese. I don't want to see no nachos. I don't want to see no tacos. I don't want to see no cheese. I don't want to see no sour cream. What I want to see is a sesame fried chicken or sesame, what they call it? Sesame chicken, extra hot and spicy egg drop soup, two wontons, no egg roll. That's what I want. Now, Friday, I ain't going to want that. Friday, I'm already feeling it in my spirit. You know, Christian, I'm already feeling it in my spirit like I want a steak on Friday. And I think I want some steak and chicken together, barbecue with a baked potato and some of them yeast rolls with some of that apple cinnamon butter. And a Caesar salad, extra Caesar, extra croutons. That's Friday. Saturday, I ain't going to want that. Do you follow the point? Feelings change every day. If you make relationship decisions based on feelings, I'm here to tell you you're making bad decisions. Got it? Here's the next, next bad decision singles make. You were looking for a person to be something that only God was supposed to be. I'll say it again. You were looking for a person to be something that only God was supposed to be. And naturally, they failed because only God can fill God's shoes. So you're looking for, I'm just looking for an everything. Well, you're looking for the wrong thing because only Jesus can be your everything. Whether you're a man, a woman, a boy, a girl, a frog, a dog, or a hog, only Jesus can be your everything. I'm just looking for somebody to rock my world. I'm going to tell you, they're going to rock your world and your credit too. If Jesus is not the center of your world, I'm going to tell you, you got a world that's off balance. And if they can't get with how much you love Jesus and how much you serve, if they can't get with that, then they need to get to stepping. Because anybody that makes you trade him for them is crazy. I won't trade Jesus for you. I, 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 won't, I won't play down my Christianity so that you feel comfortable around me. No, God is first. I wish there were some believers in this place that said, God will be first all day, every day. If you can't get with that, then you can get the step in this show. This movie's over. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm looking for somebody to just have all my heart. The Bible says, guard your heart. With all diligence. That's what the book says. And what does that mean? It, it means I can't put somebody in God's place. I can't. Because when somebody takes God's place, they will never be able to do it like he does it because they can't do it like he does it because they're not God. I'm just looking for somebody to just be my life. You crazy. You, you, you're crazy. Your watch snapped. They watch American Greed. They watch Lifetime. 
The best relationships are relationships where they're complimenting you, not completing you. Jesus completes you. A spouse compliments you, enhances, embellishes, makes better. Got it? Here's another bad decision singles make. They're scared to fail again. So they end up pushing a good person away because they make them pay for somebody else's mistakes. If you pay more up front, you pay less more. If you pay less up front, you pay more later. Got it? Here's another, here's another thing uh, that singles do is, is they don't really know who it is they're dating, and they choose to ignore red flags. And singles think, well, once I get them, I can change them. I'm here to tell you, if there's ever been a lie perpetrated in the United States of America, it's that. What you buy at that altar is what you got to take home. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I gave this analogy in, 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 uh, in the Relationship Revolution series. If you discover that what you put in the cart ain't going to work, even if you get up to the checkout stand, well, we didn't spend all this money. Let me tell you something. Your little $2,000 ain't going to be nothing compared to the hell and the emotional stuff. You better, you better try to take some of that stuff back. It's quiet in here. Even if you get to the checkout stand and you discover, you know what? No, this ain't going to work. You better run that thing right back over there where you got it from. Set it back down. It ain't you, it's me. It ain't you, it's me. But this ain't going to work. Because once you buy it, Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, 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 now. So, so, so the first thing we have to do as singles, say the gift, is realize that a great life comes at a great price. Now, this, this isn't for singles. This is for everybody because everybody can make better decisions in all relationships. Got it? But here's the next thing we need to know about the gift. Say the gift. Being single is a gift, not a dysfunction. The scripture says being single is a gift, not a dysfunction. Paul goes so far as to say, I wish everybody could just be single. We are living, yeah, single. Boo, doo, 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 doo. No, I was at the end. I was at the end. I was at the end. Y'all got to be with me. Y'all got to stay with me. I was at the end. I was at the end. I was at the end. We, we were at the van. We were at the van. We were at the end. It's a gift, not a dysfunction. So don't let nobody be trapped, because here's what a lot of Christian people do. When you go, we need to get you married. Oh, baby, you're so pretty. Oh, you're, so, you're such a good young man. You need to get you somebody. Just because the only joy you find is in a person does not mean that's how everybody lives. Just because you need somebody to make you feel good does not mean everybody has that dysfunction. Because in case you don't know, that's dysfunction. Paul said, I wish everybody could be this way. He said, but nonetheless, everybody has their own gift. And, why did, and he says, I make this as a concession, not as a commandment. As a, as a concession, not a commandment. Here's the deal. Why do some single people feel like they have to be in a relationship? It's very simple. Because they've had sex before. It's quiet in the church. And now all of a sudden, they've opened the door to an entire realm. And now the issue is, now that what they, they don't really want to be with nobody. They just want to be with somebody. See the difference? They don't want to be with nobody. They just want to 
Be with somebody. See the inflation. And so whether it's you or next you or the you on Facebook or the you or what, it's just another. Just don't want to be with somebody. That's why the scripture teaches that it is so good to keep yourself, keep yourself pure. And even if we did this in Relationship Revolution Series, even if you've had that and you've crossed those lines before, you got to redeem yourself and say, Lord, I, Lord, restore to me my purity, restore to me my virginity. Why? Because when that door is open, so why most singles jump into relationships. Paul said, and that's why Paul said, he says, I give this as a concession. He says, because if they're burning, it's better for them to marry. He said, I'd much rather them marry. He said, even though I really don't want them to, he said, I'd much rather that than them just go around being a whoremongler. You, you know what a whoremongler is, don't you? You know. Totally loose. The goose is loose. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, 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 so, so hear me. Sexual passion is not a legitimate reason to marry. And for married folks, if that's why you married, I got to tell you something. It's over, and you're the only one don't know it yet. And this is the Bible, and I told you all up front, there's going to be no holes barred. It's quiet in this church. Got it? Now, 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 hear, hear, hear me, hear, hear me. The, the, the Scripture teaches that it's, it's so powerful. To keep yourself. Because you cannot miss something that you've never had. If you never had a billion dollars and, and, and on Wall Street, uh, we love Dow Jones. Oh, a billion dollars. You know, that wasn't my million dollars. I, didn't, I feel bad for whoever lost it, but it wasn't mine. Are you following what I'm saying? If you keep yourself pure, and Christians got all kind of things these days, but you know, the Lord knows, and he does know, but, but how much do you, how long do you want to continue perpetuating a cycle of destruction? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, the Lord is merciful, and he's kind, and he's forgiving, but at the end of the day, what you got to know is every time you cross that barrier, you are creating a false and illegal spiritual marriage, and God says, I'm not having it. And this is why some people end up marrying bad people. God had a plan. But watch this. Watch this. Jezebel and Ahab. Watch this. God had a plan to get her away from him. Problem was is that Ahab was letting her creep up into the, into the, into the uh, royal palace. And so they creep. <laughs> yeah. Such a handsome. So oh, just... Save, heal, and deliver. Just save, heal, and deliver. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Got it? Single is a gift. Singleness is a gift, not a dysfunction. God's given you the gift to get you together. God's given you the gift. Because you know some people's problem, some people's problem is they're really not worth much on the open market. And so that's why God allows you to be single so you can increase your value so that you asking for a king, well, you could actually be a queen. You asking for a queen, you could actually be a king. You can't be the court gesture trying to date higher. And so when God gives you the gift of singleness, you make yourself the best you. Get your credit together and get your finances in order and have your money right so that if they want to act crazy, well, ain't no problem because, listen, God was taking care of me for you. God's got me after. 
get your degree, get something, get something going for yourself so that when you get into a relationship, you don't suck all the life out of them because you ain't got nothing but them. Because a leech has two daughters. Give me and give me some more. And you can't help but be a leech if you ain't got nothing. What, what, are you, what are you doing? What, are you building a career? Are you, are you getting an education? Are you getting your finances together? Are you getting your credit together? Are you, but I would get my head down if I was with somebody. No, you wouldn't. And see, that's why. See, because you don't even value you. You got to learn to value you. Get your, can we talk to the ladies for a minute? Then I'm going to talk to the fellas. Lady, ladies, go get your own nails done. It don't matter if no man don't see them. Go get your own hair done. Don't matter if don't no man see it. Fellas, take care of yourself. Don't matter if... You're doing it for a person. It's because you don't love you. And tonight, some of you, you're going to meet somebody. It's called you. You're going to meet yourself. And some of you tonight, you're going to learn to love you some you. Because until you can love you some you, I'm going to tell you the Bible says you cannot love anybody else. Don't you be deceived. If you hate you, you hate everybody. That's the Bible. That's the book. Say whatever you want. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Next thing about this gift, the desire to be in a relationship doesn't mean you're prepared for one. The desire does not mean the preparation. Now, watch this. I was using this analogy. I was uh, helping somebody a few weeks ago. I was using this analogy. I really like it. People have this saying, it's plenty of what? Fish in the sea. Uh -huh. right, that's true. That, that, that's true. There are plenty of fish in the sea. There, there are plenty of catfish in the rivers and the bayous. There, there are plenty of those little small things. That, what them look? Uh, no. Crustacean, 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 crustacean. I don't know. Crawfish. Plenty of those in the sea. I bring them up because they're really gross. They're really gross. Pull that head back and have you looked in that? It's all brown. And then when people tell me, oh, no, you rip it off, Bishop, and then you just suck the head, I said, do you see all that? I'm not eating that. That's what they told me. I was at the seafood restaurant. They said, just, no, just rip that off. And you, uh, just. I said, that's brown and yellow and green. You know, I'm not. I can't do nothing for you. I just can't do nothing for you. <laughs> you have to get somebody else to do that. Y'all going to bring me some fully cooked shrimp or something. I there are plenty of fish in the sea. Here's my question, though. Here's my question. Here's my question. It's easy to search beneath you because there's plenty of them. Because there's plenty of fish in the sea. It's really easy to find nothing because the sea's full of nothing. You follow what I'm saying? It's absolute. If you're a shark... You have no business with a catfish. You will chew them up and spit them out for lunch. And the issue many singles have is they're sharks. And I don't mean that in a negative way. The shark is the king of the sea. Just like the lion is the king of the jungle. Got it? So, so, so you, 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 you're a shark. 
You're bringing something to the table. You, you got something that you're bringing into the deal. You're not just a deficit. You know, no money, bad attitude, you know. You know. Not a deficit. You're a shark. Got it? Touch your neighbor and say you're valuable. It's easy for a shark to go find a, a little catfish, a little tilapia, little crawfish. Got it? But it takes time, watch this, and skill for a shark to sit back and identify another shark. The issue many single people have is that they are searching beneath them. And they get angry when they catch what they put the bait out for. It's quiet in this church. That's okay. Preach, Bishop. I will. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, 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 now. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? It's easy to search beneath you. It means this, that, that if being single is a gift and not a dysfunction, and it means, and it means that the, if the desire to be in relationship does not necessarily mean the preparation to be in a relationship, it means then it's incumbent, incumbent upon you to know who and what you are. Define you. Most people would say, well, I'm a mother. That's not what I asked you. Well, I do this. That's not what I asked you. I said, define you. Define you. Got it? Most people would, would draw a blank and would come up with a bunch of spiritual answers. Got it? That's wonderful. The issue is, is if you don't know what you are, then you will not know with what level of fish you should be swimming. If you're a shark and you keep coming into the catfish water, you wonder, I don't know why they just keep getting scared away. Because you too much fish for that size pond. I wish I had somebody that could hear what I was saying. But at the same token, if you ain't nothing but no catfish, you ain't got no business swimming high up to be with the sharks. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so many people settle, and they settle because, well, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, whatever. But listen, you've been given a gift. Maximize your gift rather than complaining about your gift. Paul said it's a gift. Got it? And that's, I want to be very clear. That's not to say being married is not a gift. So don't think, well, you know, I get it. it's not to say that. You understand what I'm saying? But the scripture is very specific about this. Y'all still here? Now, now, last thing, and I'm through. As a single person, say the gift. This is the last thing you need to understand about this gift you've been given. Love your purpose and your assignment before you love somebody. Love your purpose and your assignment before you love somebody. Now, let me explain what that means. Purpose is the reason for which a thing is created. Now, the scripture tells us in the book of Corinthians that uh, God created us that we would be reconciling the world back to Christ as though Christ was pleading through us, be, uh, be ye uh, reconciled to him. Got it? So our universal purpose, a universal purpose, our universal purpose as Christians is to reconcile people to God. That's our universal purpose. That's why you were created. Now, the way you do that is called your assignment. Got it? 
Some people will do it standing behind a pulpit. Some people will do it sitting in a chair. Some people will do it working at McDonald's. Some people will do it flipping burgers at Burger King. Some people will do it working as a property manager. Some people will do it working in customer service. Some people will do it in, in a variety of circumstances. You understand that? The purpose is the same. The assignment is what's different. Are you getting what I'm saying? Here's the issue many single people have. They get yoked up before they know either one. They don't know what their assignment is, and they're clueless as to what their purpose is. Now, I just told you half of it, so now you you halfway ahead of the game. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Got it? That's why the scripture says in the book of Peter, he says, make your calling and your election. Sure, election there is the same, which means assignment. He says, make sure you know you're doing your assignment. See, I'm assigned to do what I do, which means can't nobody do it how I do it, like I do it when I do it. Why? Because it's my assignment, which means I don't feel any competition from nobody. I don't feel this. Why? Because it's my assignment, man. I'm doing what I was supposed to do. When you're doing your assignment, you have no competition. When you're doing your assignment, you're not trying to prove anything to anybody because you're doing, see, a pencil doesn't have to, I'm a good pencil. No, but when I use it, it just writes real good. You understand? Got it? A mic doesn't have to prove I'm a good mic. No, no, no. It, It will be demonstrated in its performance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, a fish looks real stupid until you put it in water. You see a fish out here, it's just flapping. Like, what are you doing? But you put that fish in some water, and all of a sudden, its assignment comes alive. Ah. A car, a car, a car. A car is for the purpose of getting you to one, from one place to the next place, right? That's the purpose of a car. And so now watch this. When a car, watch this, is not being used, what will people tell you? If you just have a car sitting down on your lawn or you got a car sitting in your driveway, what will, what will the mechanic tell you? You're going to what? Tear it up. You're going to mess it up. Now, you think quite the opposite, right? Well, if I'm giving the car, I'm giving the car rest. It's getting an opportunity to just sit and just, you know, just receive the healing virtues. of. The... <laughs> Got it? That, that, that's, that's, that's natural human logic. You think that if it's just sitting, because I'm going to help somebody tonight because that's your problem, you're just sitting. If it was just sitting, you think that it would be fine. To the contrary, a car will be tore up unless it's doing what it was made to do, which means when a car gets on the road, it gets on the road and it performs. Why? Because it's doing what it's assigned to do. Its entire existence is to get me from point A to point B. And when it's not doing that, it's being tore up. The same thing with people. When you're not doing that, you're rotting and you're being tore up. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 No, 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 no. Watch this. If you love your purpose and your assignment first, then when you become in relationship with someone, they'll understand exactly what it is they're getting. See, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes uh, when I deal and minister to other pastors and, and other pastors and, and they have marital issues and they'll say, well, Bishop, you know, well, she don't want to do this with the church and she don't want to do this and she don't want to do this and she don't want to do this. She got this bad attitude. She got this. And I say, well, well, tell me how y'all got together. Well, you know, we was doing such and such, this and that and this and that. Well, did, did you know your assignment? Did you know what you're supposed to do? Well, no, no. I said, well, she, the problem is she feels like you baited her and switched her. 
you didn't even know what you were here for. So how is it you felt like you qualified for a wife who's supposed to be a help meet and you don't even know what you need help with? This man is preaching. I, I, I wish. How do you need a help mate and you don't even know what you need help with? Are you here? So as a single person, if you got this time, you got this gift, know your purpose. I just told it to you. Know your assignment. Got it? When you know those two things, you become passionately in love with those things. And let me tell you what people will call you when you're there. You're just a workaholic. No, I'm in love with why I was made. And you think it's a workaholic because you ain't found what you were made for. It's quiet in here. Well, you just, you just do, spend all your time doing this and spend all your because I'm doing what I was made. You don't say that to your car. You don't do nothing but drive. So sick of you. You don't do nothing but go down there and drive. No, it's doing, I'm going to help somebody tonight. It's doing what it was created to do. And I'll tell you, when the right one comes along, they're not going to take from what you were created to do. They're going to add to what you were created to do. But you can't do it in reverse order. Because when you do it in reverse order, you didn't pay up front. So now you're going to have to pay more. And I'm out of time. Stand on your feet. Father, you're good. For those married, let them understand the gift they've been given. For those single, let them understand the gift they've been given. The scripture said that we had all been given and apportioned the gift. And I pray that even in relationships that already are, that they would take these tools and use them to make corrections. If it can be corrected. And for relationships that are yet to be, I pray that as they're developing, that these principles would begin to bubble up and begin to resurface as people are making decisions. You created relationships, Father. You, you created. You said it's not good when, when for man to be alone. You didn't say it's not good for him to be single. You said it's not good for him to be alone. And so, Father, we thank you. We thank you and we honor you for this word tonight in the name of Jesus. I don't want to assume that because of the time of this particular worship experience that everybody here is a Christian. If you're not a Christian, I want to let you know God's given you an opportunity right now to give your life to him. The great news about God is that he's not mad at you. He's not trying to put you down. He's not trying to. People think, oh, I'm just, I don't want the Lord to do nothing to me. Let me just help you out. If he wanted to do something to you, he would have done it. I'll tell you what he wants to do for you. That's save you. That's deliver you. That's bring you out of all of your junk and your mess. And put you in the life he preordained for you. What does that mean? Before you got here, he had a plan all mapped out, like the game of life. Before you ever got here, God had already spent the dial, already went through all the moves, already paid all the price for your life. And maybe secondly, you're here and you, you've, you've, you've given your life to Jesus, but you've not been following him and you want to rededicate yourself to him. That just says, Jesus, I've been far from you, but I need to get things right with you. Will you receive me again? And I'm here to tell you, I already know his answer. Yes. If either one of those is you on a count of three, don't you feel bad? Don't you feel like, oh, you don't know what I've done? Even if you've done this a million times, or this will be a million and one, because there's nothing wrong with you being sure that if you were to leave this planet tonight, that you know where you'd spend eternity. There's nothing wrong with being sure. 
Tomorrow is not promised. So if you're not a Christian and need to become one, on the count of three, I want you to throw your hands up, and we're going to put something in there. One, two, three. If that's you, wherever you're at, throw your hands up. <laughs> Hallelujah. On the Internet campus, if you're there, there's a little button that says connection card. I want you to click that if you need to become a believer. Come on, Harvest. Let's celebrate. Everybody say this to me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you love me. Because you love me, I believe that the greatest days of my life are in front of me and not behind me. I thank you that you've delivered me from making bad decisions. In the name of Jesus, I declare that before I make any decision, from this moment forward, I'll have the mind of Christ so that I can make a Christ decision. In Jesus' name we pray. Would you just celebrate and bless the Lord in here? I said, would you celebrate and bless the Lord in here? Did I help anybody tonight? Anybody get some help tonight? Hallelujah. If you're single, enjoy your gift. Take your match.com profile down. Not because God doesn't want you with somebody. No, just because you enjoy your gift. Increase your value on the open market. Got it? When things are more valuable, you pay more. If you're a single woman and you say, well, I just want to be found. Well, you need to be worth finding. And if you're a single man, you say, well, I'm, I'm searching, I'm searching. I'm saying, well, if you're looking down there with the catfish and you're a shark, I'm going to tell you that's over. And you're the only one don't know it yet. Hug two or three people as you take your seats and tell them, get this CD for you or for somebody else. Tell them, get this for you or for somebody else. Hallelujah. You can be seated. We're going to check out what's happening at your campus this week. Amen. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.